Welcome back to the Andrew Curtis Show. And this is an episode that's been uh, a week or two in the making. If you follow the show via Facebook or even via Instagram as well, my own account there, you would have heard that I'm very interested in pursuing self-authoring and finding out more about it. So what is self-authoring? Self-authoring is a way of setting a plan for your life that to me is a little more interesting and dynamic than just a, I don't know, sit down goal session. And anyway, it was just something that I was curious about. And the more curious I got, the more I thought I want to share this experience with somebody else as I go, which is what led to today's guest joining me for the show, Josh Story. Hello, I'm here and ready to talk about the future. <laughs> um, yeah, you mentioned you've been looking into this kind of stuff, man. So why don't you, like, what was on your mind with... Um, this kind of stuff before we even started looking at this program? Um, it kicked off with uh, just listening to a few videos by Jordan Peterson. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, I agree, you know, like, I take him... I've got some friends that he's, like, the new sort of uh, small G god, but... Yeah, yeah. And others who he's, like... He's, like, this disgusting, like, masochistic, <laughs> like, um, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I fall... I think right in the middle where I, I like a lot of things he says. Sure. So I was, so I went into this with, um, yeah, like, uh, hoping that he, that he hits on the stuff that I agree with, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know. Yeah. More um, yeah. I was the same kind of thing, man. Like I, I learned about it through, through Jordan Peterson as well. I'd heard about, cause I did, um, this course on positive psychology towards the end of last year. And they talked about this thing called, um, was it your the best possible self exercise which is a similar kind of thing like yeah you write about if your life could be anything that you want then what would you want it to be and, and all this kind of stuff um but like i don't know about you i've never really been like a big like goal setter kind of dude like i know some people who sit down and they've got this really clear idea of yeah i want this and this and this and i want it by this date and they just kind of smash it out mm. but i i don't know that never really energized me or i'd, I'd start and I'd just be like uh, nah i can't be bothered yeah, definitely. My memories of goal setting is in school, and I hated it. That It was once a year. Yeah. It was like, okay, kids, let's set goals. And I mean, partly because I probably didn't have, an, I didn't have any. Yeah, yeah. As a kid, I'm like, this... And maybe I should have, <laughs> I don't know, like, looking back. But maybe I'm making up for it now that I've just got so many things that I want to do. And I'm like, yeah. I'm always sort of setting goals per se, but I'm never concrete about it. It's always, it's more just like dreams. It's like... Oh, just or or on top of that, it's like just being a kind of person that I want to be. Yeah, which is like, like it's like a or like I see something in someone else, and I'm like, wow, like that's an area that I could grow in. And so, it's more about for me as opposed to particular like accomplishing particular things. Yeah, it's more about like being a different kind of not a different kind of person, but uh. But it's more of that mm. personal kind of development kind of stuff yeah. as opposed to, yeah, I, I always think of like the financial stuff. Like, and, and to be honest, this process, which I suppose we'll get into in a bit um, in more detail about this, but in terms of like financial goals and things like that, like I know some people have had like really clear goals about like owning houses and all this kind of stuff. And like mm. if that's naturally something that lights you on fire, then that's cool. But mm. like okay. I could never get super excited about that. Mm. And every now and then I'd sit down and be like, okay, cool. I'm going to make some goals. Mm. And then I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to earn a $100,000 yeah. a year by like the end of this year. Yeah. And then I'd just be like, oh, bro, but you don't really care. Yeah, I was like, yeah, oh. yeah. So that was the thing, I think. Because you mentioned, yeah, that, that thing when you were in school. I'd love to get your thoughts on this too. Because part of this journey for me has been that idea of 
um, kind of the power to choose the life that you really want. Because mm. I felt like whenever I was in those environments before, um, I never really had a clear sense of what I wanted for me. So that's, and that's kind of on me. Like that's something I've taken a bit of responsibility mm. for. Like if you don't know what you want, mm. then other people will suggest what they think you should do. Mm. Um, and then like, I used to find I'd get frustrated with that because I'd be like, well, I don't want to do that. Why are you mm. telling me that? But I was like, yeah, but I never had like anything to kind of come back with. So mm. it was just this, it was just a bit gray, I suppose. Yeah. That's like a big thing now, like with any personal development, because I think like these days there's like a real big emphasis on like being yourself. Yeah. But I don't think anyone really knows what that means. Like <laughs> that, the definition of of that is so like loose like i was thinking about the other day how the word wild if i said to you like that was wild right the picture i have in my head could be totally different to the picture in your head yeah of that definition of what that word means yeah like it could be subtle it could be opposite and so when it comes to like and that's wild if you flip it to like a grand complex idea like the self be yourself (laughs) what does that even mean does that mean you're not you shouldn't try emulate the good qualities in others sure because you're because you're trying to be like them or does it mean did you see that you um think? that chris pratt thing that went viral from i think it was the mtv awards was it recent yeah like uh, in the last I think so. week or so no. like um i think it was a week or so um but like he you know got he won this award and he like took it as this moment to give this almost like big brotherly chat which was kind of mm. cute like in that in that setting mm. um but one of the things he talked about was this idea that, you know, people say um, that you're, you're, you're fine. Now, I'm going to be getting this wrong, but it was along the lines of, you know, you're fine just the way you are. Right. And he said, you're not. Ah, you know, like you're not fine just the way you are. I said, but if you accept the fact that you've got flaws, um, you know, there's, there's grace for you. And talked about, I think, shared that idea of, of personal development Mm. and that's where i like to come Mm. at with this kind of thing as well Mm. like i think we all know it's probably you know what i I catch myself because i i I used to very often speak like i you know speak for everybody else like assuming you know where everybody else is at Mm. and as time goes by i'm more conscious of just saying well actually this is what i think for me so i think um (laughs) just laughing at myself um I've lost my train of thought completely. That's fine. <laughs> Trying to find it later. It'll come back. Um, Chris Pratt's interesting because, like, he literally did that. Like, you've seen the pictures of him in Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. And he's, like, this, like, big fat guy. Yeah, right. He's not fat, but he's definitely not skinny, right? Sure. And then it's, like, a year later in, like, uh, uh, the Galaxy movie. I can't remember. It's really good. Yeah, Guardians, Guardians of the, of the Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah. He's, like, ripped. Yeah. So he's kind of... He's, so it's worked for him. Sure, sure. But do you think it works for everyone? Or was he lucky? Was he because he's obviously lucky the con, the position he's in? Or does that represent reality for everyone? Well, you know what I've what I like about this whole self authoring thing and why I wanted to get into it was that I think it's more about like, well, what do you want? Like, if that's what you want, and that's you know how you go after it, then that's that's awesome. Mm. Um, and I used to think that life had a lot more rules around it than I think now. Mm. Um, I still believe that there's some absolutes that are in play and it's stuff that I think everybody would agree with, you know, don't take other people's stuff. Uh, don't be, you know, um, 
don't be violent, go around and punch people in the face, uh, mm. be honest, those sorts of things. Mm. But then kind of beyond that, like when people start saying, well, what should you do with your life? I don't feel like there's a ironclad rule for that. Mm. Yeah, and sure. so maybe like same for you and I, like when you're at school, like people tell you, well, these are the pathways that you have to take. And you go, oh, crap, none of those pathways really mm. inspire me or excite me. And then you totally. just kind of, well, check out, like, fine i'll go through the motions but i'm not happy about it <laughs> right yeah and i think that's like i think that is more that's more people than we give credit for yeah but some people are let's say um humble enough yeah to and i say that with like a tongue-in-cheek <laughs> but they're humble enough to say like well this is as good as it gets so sure i'm gonna hate my job but i'll just wait for I'll, you know i'll take my holiday at the end of the year mm. so it's like yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard because you, but you're totally like I totally agree. Like the more people I've met over my life, from different cultures and different backgrounds, the more you realise they're like, whoa, like yeah, the it, it's just too broad. There's so many. Yeah, it's really hard to have ironclad rules. Yeah, yeah, really hard. And like even for our culture too, because we we've got so much. Like, I've really been looking mm. at this a lot lately. Um, in fact, oh, you probably really like this website. It's called humanprogress.org. Okay. Um, and it it's just a way of, like, with statistics and things like that, showing how much life has improved for people around the whole world in the last, you know, 50 to 100 years and things like that, different timescales. But, like, the thing that I was thinking about when I looked at that was going, well, comparatively, like, we've got so much now mm. compared to any other time in history. Mm. Like kind of like the poorest person today mm. has access to stuff that the richest person in the world couldn't have had, mm. you know, 150 years ago. Yeah, but I think, like, we've hit a... I think we hit a wall, like, with that. I think we've hit the roof, the ceiling with that because it's like, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff, but that is, you know... Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> that's, that's one that's, aspect of reality is stuff. Well, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> I think one... that's what showed it to us, though. Yeah. Like, we're... Well, at least I hope it would. Like, if it was going to be like getting our circumstances better that was going to make yes, us happy exactly. like it would have happened now yes, exactly like we've got this ability to shift our goalposts all the time yes and we're like okay cool well when i get to this point then i'm going to be then i'm going to be happy mm. and that whole idea of achievement making us happy when we get to wherever but that's I mean, why it's why i think like all this like there's like a lot of eastern philosophy now like yeah in the mix because people are going like we we need we need to focus on on something beyond just pure physical sure things which is like i feel like the western world is very like material and physical sure that's you know that's what science is it's the study of yeah just what i think is. that's going to change but for yeah. now it's like it's pure physics if it's not physical it's not real yeah but in east and the eastern like way of thinking like that no way like there's way there's a lot of things that exist that aren't physical sure in their, sure. In their, in their mindset so yeah it'll be interesting to see how the two cultures mix up and yeah what ha where the where the conversation goes it's the counter push hey it's it's the yeah, it point is. of when you go okay cool we've got everything that we could possibly ask for yeah and yet that's still not enough. Like, mm. I think there was a stat that I, I looked at that really said it for me when something like if you've got $100,000, you're in the top 8% of all humanity. And that for most Western people, say people living in New Zealand, mm. is not an unrealistic 
thing mm. to expect. Like if you got a car and well, not my generation. Well, maybe, but not. a typical, <laughs> but a typical Kiwi. Yeah, you're right. right. Like, yeah, and and I mean, you know, but for me that means nine out of ten people in the world, mm. if given the option, would swap places with you. Oh, definitely. And yet we go, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not happy yet. It's like, well, look, man, if you can have more than nine out of ten people on the planet, mm. and that's still not enough, then probably the things that you need aren't about just the stuff that you've got. Yeah. And I don't mean to complain. Like, I do complain about my, I do complain about the position that my generation's in in Auckland sure. right now. But yeah. I mean, I do have to admit that like easily a hundred thousand dollars has been spent on me. Oh yeah. That hasn't been spent on that, most people really who are my point, age. Man. You know, over the years, okay, you know, yeah. in all sorts of ways. <laughs> I remember having this chat with a guy once who was just one of those casual kind of party conversations that got real deep real quick. And he was saying how he wanted to go off and live in the bush somewhere by himself. And he was really pissed off because, like, he just couldn't go and do that. Like, you know, why did he have to, uh, you know, because of councils and, and all sort of stuff. And, <laughs> right. you know, why, oh, why can't I just go out and live by myself? Right. And one of the things I said to him at the time was that, well, you know, you've got an assumption that, yeah, you can live your life completely separate from other people. Mm-hmm. He said, even if you did that right now, like you mentioned, man, at least $100,000 worth has been spent on you personally. And then probably like another few million, like mm-hmm. indirectly, mm-hmm. even if you just think about the fact that there's electricity and plumbing and roads around the place that mm-hmm. maybe weren't made for you, but you've mm-hmm. benefited from. Mm-hmm. To suddenly say, oh, yeah, but, you know, I don't want anything to do with that. I'm going to disengage. Like, mm. yeah, that's kind of the thing only well, that only real wealth can allow you to do, right? That's true. I just feel quite sympathetic towards him because I think the tension within it is is the expectation after that. It's like oh, yeah. we've had so much, like, privilege and, like, uh, blessing, I guess. Mm. That, But, like, and then it's like, okay, now because you've had that, now, for the next 40 years, you need to work right. until you die. Right. So right. we've given you this, and it's like, and then I can see why so many people are going, well, that's not a good trade. <laughs> I, I would much rather have grown up poor yeah, and actually right. had freedom than, uh, you know, been given, you know, been raised in a gilded cage and then said, okay. Mm. Well, I mean, that, that's, I guess, to get to get to what we're really wanting to be talking about today then too, yep. I guess that's where this this kind of program comes in for me as well, because I think... There's a lot of assumptions about the stuff that you have to do that you don't even question otherwise. Mm-hmm. And I know that was a big thing for me and, and what this process has been really helpful for, that you go, okay, even the idea of, you know, you go to university, you get a degree, and then you get a good job. Like that pathway to, air quote, success and happiness is so entrenched. Mm-hmm. Um, and even what that has to look like and how much you have to earn to be considered successful or happy or or whatever to be considered not homeless <laughs> <In Auckland. laughs> yeah yeah um so for me this this process is more about going okay personally right how much stuff am i doing because i'm just on autopilot do i do i really care about that am i really mindful of how i i feel about that and and to me being aware of your feeling isn't so much just about being kind of super emotional and stuff but i just think when you really believe something there's like an energy there and a and a drive and a passion that naturally presents itself definitely like if you really believe in something yeah um and like you mentioned i think there's people who maybe just decided oh yeah but i can't have that or it's not for me or this is as good as it gets Mm. and you just live this resigned kind of existence um and yet i mean some people are kind of happy with that but i just think if you want to have more how do you get it yeah and this is this is kind of what this this talks about for me. 
with doing this kind of a program. Yeah, I agree. It's like we need a we need a pathway, alternative pathways. That's what I'm interested in. Yeah, boy. All right. So the thing about this program, if um, you're listening as well and a bit curious about how this comes together, is that it, it's prompted by just a series of questions. And um, in fact, the opening part of the um, the process itself is about saying, okay, this is how we're going to approach this thing and just being aware of, well, let me let me read out a couple of things and maybe that could be helpful for people. Um, bum, 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 bum. Yeah, um, in fact, I'll go back one more page on here. Um, so one of the things I think too that both you and I followed when we did this was that we didn't put ourselves under the pressure to do it all at once because there's a lot of stuff to think about here if you haven't really thought about it mm. before. Um, and I found that for me to have something like what, what the program encourages you to do is only really write stuff that really resonates with you. And I found that if I stayed with it for too long, it just kind of became like homework. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I felt that. Yeah. And I was just like, blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, okay, that's a sign not to keep doing all like this. But Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so one of the things you start off with was this idea of, um, of something that you could do better um, just to begin with. Because the ideal really is that to, first of all, to say, you know, what does your ideal future look like? Like this is because we did the future um yeah the future authoring part of it um so yeah when you when you start to look at that kind of stuff as well um what was that process like for you when you started thinking about you know the things that you could do better was that easy for you or difficult or where did your mind go um that was very easy for me to do actually (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i just picked one okay yeah um Um, should i share what it is yeah if you want to yeah um just to be better at I don't know if I'm using this word correctly. Mm-hmm. Social acuity. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. It's better at maintaining eye contact, listening. That's a big one for me. I, I can definitely right. overshare and, and just not listen. Right. Just, just and be okay. like, listen, listen, what, listen, I've really been thinking about this topic. You just, just sit down and listen. Like, mm, and oh, you've I, got ideas, do you? Well, I've got ideas. So. <laughs> and then I walk away after going, hmm, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't feel right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just want to, and also I just got... Um, I just got like a big boy job as yeah. like a project manager yeah and um just a couple of days a week and with that i'm dealing with a lot of adults sure and i've done this in the past in real estate but um i found it quite draining then and mm. so i don't want it to be draining now so i want to be be able to just you know mm. do the do the have that confidence that that our professional adults have when they talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny too, eh, man? Even about stuff that I do not care about. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like, right. But keep maintaining the... That idea is so good though, man. That that sense of like, everyone's like faking it. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you know? Oh, like totally. This, this thing of like people oh. all expecting somebody else has got it figured out and they, oh yeah, I, I don't know what I'm doing or where I'm going, but that guy, he yes. really loves being a whatever that what the hell it is yes and you just find out it's like to a man it just doesn't happen yes um which is like again what i think happens when you're not kind of intentional about stuff so i mean i called a guy yesterday and i was trying to sort out for him to pick up some stuff uh that he'd put that he'd bought off us oh yeah and um and he goes oh um and we we're talking for probably five minutes and because i it was quite um, quite a lot of logistics and i did feel like oh this conversation's going on but anyway in the in the end he goes ah oh, he goes, every minute 
every minute is a dollar wasted. So I'm a very busy man. And I just remember going, oh, it's like, so gross. <laughs> like, if that's on your mind the whole time. Like, if I, no, he said something like, if I'm not, if I'm not, uh, if I'm talking to you, I'm not selling. I'm not, oh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah I wish yeah, I could I remember the quote, but I just remember going like, oh, man. I don't know how to react to that. Yeah. Well, I, I think probably the best thing to acknowledge is that it didn't, like, it didn't resonate, right? Like, that's the thing I think we try and make apologies for. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, and again, like, if that's if that's how you're wired, then that's kind of fine. Like, that's what I meant before when I said, like, if you really want to go out there and, like, develop this tech arts business and that's what turns you on, then, like, totally do that. Um, but for me, I think when we, we see people like that, we go, oh, that's what my, ha- my life has to be like too. Like, that's where I think we start down this path of just not getting the kind of life that we want. And then mm-hmm. it's very hard to like set goals and get inspired about stuff. And that was actually for me, like when I thought about what my one, one thing that I could do better, um, it was, I kind of rambled a bit when I actually put the answer down, but just that idea of going, well, picking something that I really wanted to invest myself in and really being more conscientious about it. Mm. Um, cause I definitely find that it's, it's hard for me to like fake it. I find some people can do it either, easier than others. I don't mm. know what that is. Like mm. if there's a magic kind of formula to that, but if I don't believe in something, yeah, it's struggle, hard. man. Yeah. Really struggle. Yeah. The word in the word congruence came up a lot in this thing. I don't, something about academic formats makes me want to pull out. Big words, but <laughs> something about being congruent with yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not being one kind of person. Mm. Well, I mean, I know I do it to some extent, but you know, yeah. to just be one centered person who can handle any mm. any person or any situation, yeah, without having to like totally switch, yeah, switch train tracks, yeah, yeah. See, what I like about this this is a process as well, right? Is that like if I had a sit down or you had a sit, like we talk to each other, and I feel like our default is usually we give each other advice on what we should do. Mm. Like I, you know, I could say, okay, Joshua, I've had this conversation, I'll be listening to you and I think you should do this. Mm. And you do the same thing for me. And we both go, oh yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And then we walk away and nothing happens. Right. right? Whereas the fact that this is stuff that it's saying, okay, yeah, but what's genuinely important to you? Like Mm. take a moment and go, what do I want? What is something, a, a, f- a flaw that I think I've got? And I'm sure people who know me well enough and are listening to this saying, well, there's, there's plenty of things I could tell mm-hmm. you that you didn't write down <laughs> and you'd be right. Um, <laughs> but you got to start, I think, with what's most resonant for you first. Like that's where you're going to find the totally. most energy it's coming to change. From, it's coming from yourself. Like you're not, yeah. you're not, you don't have to like question the other person's motives. Yeah. Because it's from you. Yeah. 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 That's a positive thing for sure. Um, and then in terms of like things to learn about, was there anything there that, that really stood out to you particularly? Um, like practically just learning meditation, cold therapy, and about different, um, about like spirituality, whatever mm-hmm. that means. Yeah, sure. <laughs> about different cultures' perspective on God and trying to get a, trying to get a full, yeah. Uh, picture mm. as well mm. as i can do you find like you're naturally quite curious about that definitely definitely yeah well, it's because like deep down i'm like i think i'm like a reformer deep down oh yeah so yeah. i'm very good at finding things like that's not right like, <laughs> and like again like i gotta i gotta be careful because i know that can easily turn into like a you know just like a closed-minded 
yeah, personally sure. doesn't want again it goes sure. back to not wanting to listen to people but yeah, I have you know I'm 25 like, I got so much to learn and sure I'm just yeah that's where meditation comes in I guess <laughs> it all ties together I've always thought of myself as like quite anti-establishment like not yeah I, I don't know I don't think and this is a weird thing like when you think about what are the the values you've adopted that have shaped who you are as well like I've never really been like super like stirring anything up but mm. like just whenever there's anything that's like the official party line about anything, mm. like my default reaction is like, okay. <laughs> totally. Immediate. Um, I think it's more when stuff is taken on board, it's it's kind of unthinking. Like yeah. if you can ask somebody, well, why are we doing this? And they go, oh, it's just the way things are. They're like, that just never. The way, yeah, I agree with you. Never sits with I me totally at all. I totally agree. That, yeah, that's what really rubs me when it's like, why do we do this? And the only answer is, because that's just how we do it. That makes me like yeah mad inside like yeah like well i just don't think it's very powerful like like again when i think about self-authoring and and what makes it good is that i i feel like it's a way of connecting to what makes you powerful which is what what is really resonant for me what am i curious about what can i move towards with like energy and purpose and all that kind of good stuff and i don't think you can have that when you're running on oh that's just the way i've always done it Mm. Like, think about that, right? Like, goal setting and somebody says, what are you motivated by? Well, you know, I just really want to do things the way they've always been done. Like, just, that just inspires me just to live the status quo. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's a real, like, it's, it's sort of like low ideals at the end of the day, which isn't, yeah. like, it's not, I don't even know if it's bad or good. I just know that, you know, if you believe that's as good as it gets. Sure. You know, I can't criticize you for that. Actually, there's a, um, another thing that I'm thinking of tying in with this. In fact, it's probably a good good time to first talk about it as well because mm-hmm. it came into the things that I want to learn. Um, is that I was telling you beforehand that I'm thinking of how I can turn this kind of um, a program into like a seminar for people because this is really cool, like us being able to do it. But I immediately when I started it, I thought, actually, this would be so good for so many people. Totally. Um, and um, actually, as a bit of a experiment, I haven't actually done this before, but when I put out uh, the Facebook post about this program um it was the first time i ever paid to boost a post it was like four bucks or something for a day or whatever (laughs) and what i found really fascinating about it was that the results came back because it goes through instagram as well it was Mm -hmm. something like two to one male to female that had interacted with the post in some way either commented or, or liked it or something like that right um and the the largest group was like 18 to 24 yeah definitely but then the next two groups, if you went 25 to 35 and then 35 to 45, it was about the same right. as that 18 to 25-year-old group. Right. And for me, it just got me thinking, I mean, like you mentioned, you know, you're 25, I'm 37 now. But you go, well, who's really curious about it? Like, at what point do you decide this is the life that I want and mm-hmm. this is the life that I don't want and how do I get it? Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, the big thing that I really want to learn and it was fascinating because it ties into when I was talking about things like money and things like that in and of themselves don't interest me. But when I connected it to going, well, if I, if I know how to run seminars and things, there's a financial element to that. And I said, oh, well, in that case, I suppose, yeah, if I was to learn more about that stuff, that'd be okay. Mm. So like it was all about what I'd linked it to. Yeah, totally. It, it wasn't enough for me to go, oh, if I do it, I can buy a house. Like I just don't give a crap. I think that's a really beautiful way to look at money. That it's sort of just a, you attract money when you're doing good work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I actually wrote, kind of getting ahead of myself here, but we'll just run with it. Um, when you go through this program, um, you know, you get to this point where you've got to list out, you know, what are eight things that you want to do. 
and one of the things that I put in there was um, something about becoming, uh, you know, like financially independent or something or like that. And I was like, going, ah, oh, you know, like, what was it? It was some, it was some wealth related goal. Cause I felt like by that point, I think it was like seven or eight and I was padding for time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, okay, okay. Some kind of a money thing. But like when I was looking at it, I realized like, you know what it really is, is that I really just value the freedom to be able to do, um, to be able to do things without having to worry about the, the, the financial element to it and be able to contribute to things and give above and beyond myself. Mm. Um, to be able to do that and not have to be like, oh, but can I afford to... Like, you know, to always be able to be the guy who can pay for coffee for people. Yeah, definitely. Or take out friends for dinner or or yeah. treat somebody to something. Like, that that I really like. Mm. And so that I found quite empowering when I thought about the wealth question in that light. I was like, yeah, you know what? If I'm working towards some kind of, I guess you could call it financial freedom or independence or whatever, mm. but with that goal, then I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Yes. Yeah, I can, I can get on board with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. I threw in a few of that. Um, a few of those things and like the way I see it it's like there's there's money you need and then there's money you want that's where I think the difference is it's like if your Mm -hmm. idea of financial independence is like to you know have a $150,000 car Mm. it's like that's a different story yeah yeah yeah. that's why I see it but otherwise like yeah I don't see any shame in like wanting to be independent financially like yeah you have to that's like keeping your head above water Totally. Yeah, it's not days. fun to be back. What's that? <laughs> you can't like? do anything when you're <laughs> when you're evicted out of your place and yeah, you know, homeless again. You can't afford petrol. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you made me think too when you talked about your goal about that that social connection thing. Like that actually came up in my um, wider goals as well. Um, just being a bit more, again, intentional. I think about that. Mm. Um, it's very i find it very easy to get like tunnel vision about the stuff that i'm doing mm. um i get in trouble with my family with this all the time because they're like oh what have you been up to and i'm like oh nothing and then like a month or so later they'll be like you didn't tell us you you know went off and did something and i'm like oh yeah sorry about that <laughs> um. <laughs> that's funny i feel similar yeah it's interesting about um jordan peterson too because like that's one of the things like it's funny you said that was your your reach yeah was that particular audience. Yeah. And that is one of the real big things that I really agree with Jordan Peterson on. And so how yeah. he like, he, he presents like a, he presents like a map for like being a man. Yeah. For those men who want to be men. Yeah. There's yeah. something, there's something we, we say these days. Yeah. But it's true. Like, it's like, if you, if that's the kind of person you want to be as a manly man. Right. It's like up until now, there hasn't been a, there hasn't been a there hasn't been a picture of that no in pop culture no beyond no. like actors and stuff like and who are real people like living their lives mm. like the biggest you know the most powerful man in America is Trump mm. and most people my age they don't want to emulate Trump yeah <laughs> so I think Jordan Peterson's filling a role is what I'm trying to say and, yeah and I think that's why I was interested in doing this yeah doing this when you sent it through I think that's a really good observation actually like I um. You want to think about like father figures is what I think about with like mm, what Jordan totally. Peterson's role is. Like right. that's kind of what he's done. Like right. he stepped into this firm but fair, fair kind of hey, I'll you know I'll give you a kick up the backside, but I'm on your side kind of thing. Yes. Um, and something I've discovered as well, and even in talking with with my own family, is that we all would like to assume like even with this kind of seminar idea as well, like. You know, you work through, for me anyway, I, it was a way of working through some different feeling I had about, like, 
you know, I'd always wanted like mentors and coaches and all this kind of stuff when I was like younger again. Mm. And there was a part of me that was a bit, um, I would say probably resentful about the fact that I hadn't been able to find someone to really fill in my mind what that was supposed to look yeah, like. Right. Um, but then I kind of realized like, look, man, like most other guys don't really know what that's supposed to look like either. Right. Like, true. you know, we've, yeah. we've had this kind of breakdown in our communities now, right? Where we don't have this really strong network of guys around. Like, I mean, look, this is not a judgment on anybody, but like a lot of families break up and guys grow up without fathers around. And then we end up moving away from our family as well. So you don't have your uncles and your brothers and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And then we're like, okay, now be a man. And you're like, cool. What does that look like? Right. And then, yeah, some people boil it down to, oh, I just got to make heaps of money or I've got to whatever. Some really lame kind of thing. Yeah. I guess I haven't thought about this enough, but I mean, because I do see, like, I do, maybe it's just because of my generation, but there is a part of me that feels a little bit like, Gross. There's something that feels a bit gross about the whole phrase of like being a man. Oh, really? But the flip side is like, it's like the traits of a man. Yeah. Of a typical like testosterone filled, <clears throat> testosterone filled man, I think is like, for example, strength, consistency, and decisiveness. Yeah. Even right. though a woman could take those traits on, I think. Sure. Sure. For sure. sure. But like, they're typically masculine traits and so sure and those are things that i definitely need help with yeah (laughs) those are those are probably the three things that i struggle with most is strength decisiveness consistency so Mm. i kind of think it's like maybe this whole like east and west thing will be mirrored in like a masculine feminine thing where it'll be the where men will get taught the masculine the typically masculine traits and Uh the typically feminine traits oh right and somehow integrate them yeah sure and but how that actually looks in reality we'll see well i think that confusion though man like that's and that's a big jordan peterson thing as well this will just become the jordan peterson (laughs) hour i suppose at this point um Mm. but like the the idea that we've got in our culture at the moment that says that that men and women are exactly the same right except for social conditioning right like (laughs) i mean it's it's become very un pc to say but like i got very curious about this as well when people started to say that okay okay well let's look into it and Mm. i mean the truth of it is as as un pc as it might be and this is something that i think peterson said as well which has hacked off a lot of people but there are some really fundamental differences in what men and women are like um and what things they will tend towards and you know some generalizations that you can make about the differences between men and women but if you've grown up or got a really clear message that says no there's no there's no real difference well, like if you're a guy learning what it is to be a guy, mm. well, you've got no, there's like no distinction. Mm. It's just very blurry. And so you don't know when you, yeah. I mean, for example, I think one of the examples Peterson talks about is aggression. Mm. Um, and I think aggression in its right sense is what causes guys to fight for the right kind of causes. Mm. Um, but like if you get a random man and a random woman and you say, which one of them is more aggressive? Mm. And if you choose the man, you'll be right 60% of the time. Mm. I mean, that does still mean it's not a massive kind of switch, but, you know, 60% of the time it's going to be a guy. Mm. So you go, well, then generally speaking, guys have got to learn how to deal with aggression more than girls do. Like that's not a pejorative or anything. That's just saying if you're a guy growing up, you're going to probably have to figure out how to deal with aggression and aggressive feelings more than women will. Mm. I think the, from, in my opinion, like the, the reason for all of the heat around this topic. Yeah is because aggression 
in a capitalistic society uh-huh. makes you literally more valuable. Okay, yeah. For All example, right. yeah, sure. like the masculine traits are more valuable in this current system. Sure. So when you tell a woman, oh, well, men are more likely to be competitive, you know, just decisive, stuff like that. Yeah. That's basically, if you believe our cultural myth, right. you're, we're saying to them, you're actually a bit, you're not as important, you're not as valuable oh, as right. citizen. I, I, I'm sure that's what it comes down to because when I have these conversations with my friends, you know, obviously boy you know men and women it's like what it comes down to is this thing of worth and mm. worthiness and it's like it's like i'm always like yo like men and women are equally as valuable sure they are w- equally as worthy they're right. equally as they have just as much dignity yeah you know what i mean but it's just in this culture that's i think that's the thing that's that's made this such a flaming topic because it's it's deep. Money is is deep for yeah. everyone. See, I think it goes deeper than status. that, though, man. Like, because okay. I think I think there's definitely ways that even when like in a capital capitalist kind of culture that that shows up. But I mean that that idea of of guys kind of competing and and things like that. I mean that goes back, you know, BC era um, of of guy of men people who could compete for things. Um, and I feel like maybe the um, the traits that you need to compete these days are a little bit different. Like if you, again, if you go back into the BCs, um, you didn't need to know your times tables, but I mean, if you could throw a spear further than the other guy, Mm -hmm. you win. Um, you know, if you were physically bigger and stronger, then that counted for a lot. Mm. Um, yeah. And so maybe the terms have changed a little bit, but I still think that that element of competition and, and, like it needs to be channeled in a healthy way. And that's more what I mean when I talk about that. Mm. Like, I don't think even if you got rid of capitalism tomorrow, mm. you're still going to have this thing in guys that says, yeah, but we want to compete and you can use it to create amazing things mm. or you can use it to fight against one another and kill each other. Mm. So what way are you going to channel it? Yeah. Still recording. Yeah. <laughs> Just checking the, my sound's still doing what it's supposed to do and it sounds like it is. So we're good. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool, man. What else? What else? Kind of when you think about the stuff that you wrote down as well, what else stood out to you? Yeah, I liked that because most of the things were very personal. But mm. there was one question for each goal, where it was just like, "How would this affect the way others perceive you?" Yeah. And that, every time yeah. it made me go like, "Oh yeah, like, I guess a small part of me is doing this because you know other people will look at me and be like, mm. well, that guy.'" He's pretty creative. Oh, yeah. that guy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was, but and like, but I think it's not wrong. It's just, it's like a, it's just a part of the puzzle. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the part of that that element, just to go into it more detail for people who are curious about it, is that it um, when you set a goal, like it goes through some stuff about you know what do you want your future to look like and all this kind of thing, and then it says, okay, cool, pick eight things that you want to work on. And if I'm honest with you, man, I struggled with eight. Like eight was like probably could have done five that i really cared about mm. so maybe if i was to do this again i'd say look man maybe just keep to five or something if you can do eight then cool mm. um but yeah it does challenge you to think okay yeah but why have you chosen that like is that actually something that you've always wanted or are you trying to prove something to somebody else which i think is a really really good question yeah totally totally um and yeah what would be the benefit to because I think it's a later one as well, right? Like, what would be the benefit to society as well if you were to do something like that? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, that's really important. Mm. 
Um, so was there anything like when you were going through anything in particular that stood out to you that was um, almost like an in- insight moment as well, where you got a little more clarity about yourself that maybe you didn't have beforehand? Um, I liked the the piece on the qualities you admire in others and you just list some people that you look up to. It goes back to what I was saying before about like, yeah, definitely met people who I'm like, whoa, that person has something to teach me. Yeah. So it was really nice. Who'd you put down? Is there anybody you'd be happy to name? Um, one of them was our, uh, was our, is our mutual friend, Johnny Shannon. Oh, yes. Course. Yes. He's, he's, he was a mentor to me big time over like growing up as a teenager. Yeah. And, yeah, he's a you know he's a powerful dude. He's yeah. one who meets like yeah. I mean socially, he's yeah. socially powerful. He's, he has he's powerful in every way. Like Johnny, attract... if you ever listen to this, Johnny, yeah. you are the man. And, like, <laughs> I honestly, when I started down this journey about sorry to jump in on this, um, but like when I started thinking about this idea of power and stuff as well, like, I thought about the people that I thought of as powerful, mm. and like Johnny was one of the first people that I thought of. Right. Um, you know, and a few others as well, um, like our mutual friend Dean as well, mm-hmm. um, and you know a bunch of others. And I just started to think, well, what is it about these guys that mm. makes them powerful? Mm. And one of the things that I connected and, and made me want to do this program was that I realized that they were all people who they saw their actions as being meaningful and impactful about the things they wanted. Mm. Like they were all doing stuff because it was taking them where they wanted to go. Mm. And they believed that their actions had something to do with that. Because mm. I contrasted that with, you know, those moments where you get up out and you don't want really to get out of bed in the morning or you're not motivated about going to work or doing that thing you've got to do that day. And for me, I saw that as being being an expression of, this isn't taking me where I want to go. I don't really believe in this thing that I'm doing. I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. Mm. So that was like the contrast that I had in mind when I, yeah, I, then I thought about guys like Johnny who definitely like get probably done more done in a day than I do in a month. But, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I also think there's like a, maybe even there's like a split between like all the people I've split just because we were talking about this earlier. I wasn't thinking about this before, but they all kind of do have that duality of like masculine and feminine, feminine traits. Oh yeah. Okay. In a way yeah. where it's like, uh, yeah, we, I'm sure you could list those top traits and, and find that they had both. Cause I think like, um, you know, a, a guy could be strong and consistent and decisive mm. but if he's not willing to sit down and have like a deep conversation for a few hours yeah right or you know and be caring and be like yeah um you know hospitable mm. and yeah i just I, all these people do definitely combine those in a nice way i yeah. find too far on either side it kind of puts me off yeah i like that that's a really good point actually i um i've always been fascinated with the idea of like the renaissance man yeah like that to me like is da Vinci. like yeah like da, yeah. like these guys who were like yeah okay they were like inventors and scientists and stuff but they were also poets and yeah, artists totally. and then they were also like athletes and stuff like that as well like they saw the whole of life as being this uh having the potential for mastery and they never said to any part of it i mean you know in someone like da vinci's case who is a genius across all fronts mm. but they never went oh yeah but i'm not very physical so no that's that's not for me They're like yeah mm-hmm. but to the degree that i can do that kind of thing like um yeah i can learn how to you know i can be stronger or i can run faster or i can dance or i can something like that yes like i love that idea that kind of holistic view of life and saying all of it's there to be experienced and definitely and and that to be honest is my beef with capitalism it's not that you know 
it, the the thing is, it's like it's so hard to be a renaissance man when you're spending if you if you're spending forty hours a year week mm. and you have a typical person's amount of energy, sure, doing this office doing whatever job that mm. you don't really care about, you don't have you don't have energy to write poetry. Mm. I'm talking from my experience. Maybe some guys can do it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have energy to. <laughs> but that's like that's where I mean though. Like I don't feel like that's necessarily a, a capitalist thing. I think that's a power thing, and and I mean power in the sense of well, like the cool thing about where we are living now, for all of its flaws. Is that if you want to do something different, you kind of can. Like you, you're not as bound into like a class structure or a, um, the the limits that you've got are probably less now than they've ever been in the course of humankind, right? And then we go, okay, cool. What's life about? And we go, oh, life's about buying a house. And then we make a whole bunch of choices down the line from that. And we've never really thought about how impacted we would be by owning a house. We just took it on board. And then because of that, we had to take all these other career choices. Mm. And then we end up with this life that we're like, oh, cool. Am I, am I living the right life, guys? And you look left and right for other people to say, yeah, you're doing great. And you're like, cool. And you're like, oh, but I feel so fake and so flat. But I, I, like from my perspective, owning a house isn't like a dream for owning a house isn't the bad thing. The bad thing is the million dollar paycheck. Okay. That's the, that's what, oh, sure. that's the problem. The problem yeah. isn't someone wanting, dreaming of owning a house. The problem is people, you know saying okay i'll give the rest of my life yeah so i can own this house yeah yeah well sure um, that only exists with capitalism i don't want i yeah, know this maybe. isn't what this podcast no, 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 is about no, but no, no, no. <laughs> it kind of is though man because okay. like i think what comes out of this and this is why i think it's so important is that what you start to get to is that what's like what's really important to you mm. like what do you really want what's um what does a good life look like mm. and what are your assumptions about it because the more you start to think about it like i mean it, it would be pretty clear that as similar as we are on a lot of fronts, and this would be true for anybody, you should not try and live my life and I shouldn't try and live yours. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. And me trying to tell you that you should and you trying to tell me that I shouldn't or whatever, that doesn't move anybody. Yeah, you're right. And so when I come back to this, it, it just I, I love the fact that it creates a bit of space for you to go, okay, well, what's really important to me? Like, What do I really want? What do I really believe in? Um, and... Even too, I think what underpins a lot of this is that, yeah, I do believe there's a, there is kind of like an absolute like moral foundation underneath it, mm. but I just don't think, I think we've made it broader than it needs to be. Like made what broader? Made that foundation of the absolute rights and wrongs, like way yeah. broader than it, it's supposed to be. Yeah. Not yeah. sure? No, I, I think you're, you're probably right. Yeah. I just been, the angle I take with it is like, uh, the i read a really good insight the other day that it, it's just like you're confirming what it said okay. recently yeah. that's why i bring it up but it's like it said gandhi said be the change you want to see in the world yeah he didn't say be angry at someone else for not being the change that you wow. want to see in the world <laughs> which oh is like most of, i know and that hit me so hard i was just like Damn. that is me like i'm always like oh, i can't believe that person so... not living up to my ideals <laughs> and it's like <laughs> It's like, no, 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 you just live, you do you, and, you know, other people, if other people might follow. Yeah. But it's, that's, that's secondary. That is so wise. I love that. And it's yeah. really dethroned a lot of my, my, uh, yeah, yeah. tirades. So say that again. So, so I said, it was, yeah, so it said, Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world, not 
get angry at someone else for not being the change that you want to see in the world. <laughs> oh, man, that's so good. Which is like, and I think that's fueled by, like, social media. Like, oh, obviously, yeah. we're all getting angry at each other, like, online, but it's like, you're literally being angry at yeah. someone else for not being the change you want to see in the world. That's literally all that is. Yeah. How many hours are wasted every day on just that one thing? Like, oh, exactly. Wow. And trying to get other people to conform to, to that view as well. I used to try and I, it's funny because if I meet people who I haven't met for a while, I think they still have this view of me, which is my own fault. So it's fine. Right. That, that I, cause I used to be really argumentative. Oh, me too. Yeah. Like super, <laughs> like, I didn't care what it was. Like I would go to the mat just because I enjoyed the, the fight. That's something we bond over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got that in us. Um, yeah. but I realized that like, you just don't change anybody like that. You don't, you can't. And you, you can get angry about it. Yeah. You can, you know, shake your fist at the at the world and say, I can't believe blah, blah, blah. But I feel like what people are really looking for is to say, well, any of these world changes that we talk about, mm. there were people who stood up and said, okay, this is what I stand for. Mm. And this is how I'm going to live. Mm. And people went, oh, I like that. Totally. I'll get on board with that. Totally. As opposed to just being there. Because it's so easy, man, running around being like, I can't believe the way you're running your business, raising your children. Um, yeah yeah looking after the environment not looking after the environment yeah um working not working totally totally with you on that so good so yeah it does link back to this goal setting thing where it's like what can you do yeah yeah for I, yourself and then yeah and like it and like it said like it hinted at like that will affect the people around you yeah they'll perceive it mm. if mm. you're really right you don't need to tell people you're right like people will see it yeah if you're doing the right thing yeah yeah it's that courage though, man. Like I, I, I realized, I think for a while that I almost needed, I had this idea that I almost needed permission from somebody. Mm. Um, to do what? Whatever the hell I wanted. Yeah. I mean, I think this is again speculative, but we learn that from school, right? Mm. From the, from your youngest age that you had the freedom to do whatever you wanted, but you went into this place and you said, well, I'm going to give up my freedom to do what I want and choose the things that I'm interested in mm. in exchange for an education. Right. And for the most part, that's probably a good deal. Mm. But there's elements of it that, I mean, so many people come out of school thinking that they don't like learning anymore and they right. never read another book. True. Very true. I mean, I, I went through a phase like that. Like it would, it took me a few years, I think, mm. um, before I started to realize, oh, actually, no, I do like learning. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I did okay at school, mm. but you just get so soured on the whole thing. Totally. Hopefully that'll change with like the, like I think a big down, a, a big falling short is that, you know, the technology is bad. Yeah. <laughs> like right. a book is not good technology. Right. Right. But like you can get so much, people sit in front of YouTube and like, and chew through like so much information and like mm. learn a lot, you know, on the side or people will watch an hour and a half documentary mm. um, or listen to an audio book mm. because it's a, like a lot easier. Well, one thing too that, that comes out of self-authoring in particular that I think is different from like, yeah, like listening to audiobooks or, or watching YouTube clips, right, hmm. um, is that it forces you to be alone with your own thoughts for a while, hmm. which again is equal parts awesome and awful. You mean like if you're watching too much YouTube or something? If that's Well, it's more that I think sometimes it's easy to do that stuff as a distraction from say when we're well again i'll speak for myself right if i'm doing work that i really don't believe in mm. 
um, I can I can blank that out with music. I can watch a movie. I can watch a YouTube clip on something or other else. I can you know. But the moment I stop all of that, I turn mm. it all off, and it's just me alone with my own thoughts. Yeah, true. That's when that stuff comes back, and then I'm confronted with, well, do I do something about it, or do I not? And then the next question is, well, why don't I think I can do anything about it? Which is where this stuff connects for me. That it's that matter of of <laughs> I think it was Tony Robbins who talked about unleashing the power within, mm. <laughs> which might sound a bit I don't know, whatever. But I actually really like that that. Mm. idea yeah, of saying well what if you are inherently powerful because I actually believe right. we are and that's where I think this is so useful mm. we are inherently powerful but we've given our power to stupid stuff totally and we don't realize that we can take it back yep totally and actually that's another thing that I really noticed with these people oh yeah I don't want to emulate some of their skills is like vision is like a huge thing like yeah who are like they're dreamers who are like they just project into the future and then they make it happen yeah that's like magic yeah yeah but that's and again when i think about their behavior right like what what is it they're doing well this is what i want and i'm mm. going towards it and something about that is captivating like it's just you want to be a part of that you don't get influenced or inspired by people who are just like going through the motions yeah for sure all right was there anything else as i'm kind of skipping through i've realized we've like managed to chew, chew through like 53 minutes i'm not surprised at all andrew Neither am I, <laughs> that's on the lower end of our conversation scale anyway isn't it um, um oh because there's also the whole future to avoid thing as well which i thought was quite cool like you know you talk about this idea of is that near the end or the start um uh, probably in the first part actually before you get into the um specific main goals and things but like, you know, you write out what your ideal future should look like, yeah. but then you also write like, yeah. what is the future you'd want to avoid? Yeah. And actually the first thing that I wrote on that is, is that I don't want to live a powerless life. Mm. That was the number one. Like to me, that means getting to a point where you've been like, oh, this is how my life's turned out. And oh, well, I guess that's just the way it is. And right. oh, well, right. like that would just be the worst. That yeah. The worst. I, I put down a similar thing. Yeah. So is there anything then, if I'm looking at the, um, so once you've gone through this main section, by the way, for those of y'all listening about what we're talking about, wondering what we're talking about, um, you then, yeah, you've gone through this, this, this outline of what you're kind of looking for. And then, yeah, you pick like eight goals that you want to achieve. Um, I realized when I went through these as well, that I probably went kind of quite high, not high level, quite big on a lot of these things. Because looking through some of the things they said were, well, what if you just want to become like more well-read? Or what if you want to just become more confident? Mm. Or something like that, which would mm. be fine as well. Um, but like the number one thing that I put in there was like, okay, I want to turn this this whole thing into like a two-day seminar thing where you give people the ability to reconnect with what makes them powerful so they can fill us out for themselves. Um, yeah. So what was, was there anything there in particular you'd be okay to talk about now? In which particular part? Oh, so in the, um, yeah, and you like the, the top eight goals section. Mm. Well, it's funny, like, because you talk about the Renaissance, man, I definitely, like, I think subconsciously I've always had that same thing, because yeah. my eight goals, like, it's, like, from, like, performing poetry uh-huh. to, like, making my body really powerful against the elements. <laughs> like, I could just yeah. jump yeah. into the ocean every morning and, like, enjoy it. Yeah. I feel like, you know, that has lots of 
beneficial things. Sure. Do you want me to give a particular goal? Or yeah, if you want. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, what else? What else stands out to you there anyway that you found helpful about that that second half of the experience? I don't know how to describe it. Um. Mm, I did talk about that. How many pages did your uh, thing end up, by the way? Mm, one, two, three, four, five. Five, right. Six. Yeah, I ended up with quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I was keeping it uh, to the point keeping for sure. Because I think, I mean, look, th and this is the thing, I actually realized that when I got to like the last part as well, like if you're, you're like, if you got to follow your energy with it. Mm -hmm. And if you're literally just kind of like going, because I found that man, like I was like doing it for like five minutes and be like, nah, or I'd be writing for like 10 minutes and be like, I don't care about anything that I just wrote, mm -hmm. like at all. Um, <laughs> right. Just be like, here it goes, blah, 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 blah. Can um, we just pause and appreciate this rainbow for a second? Wow, that's epic. That is just for us, my friend. That is only, right in front of the window. Only you and I. <laughs> um, I liked the when they talked about how, like... Well, this is why I hesitated, because I'm not sure if I like it, but I can see how it works. Oh, yeah, okay. When it talks about, like, if you didn't accomplish this goal, would you feel shame? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. Half of them were like, yeah. Yeah, really? Half of them are like, hmm, don't really mind. Because I'm curious about that. Yeah, like I don't know what their thinking was behind including a question like that. Because mm. I feel like there's a school of thought that says, well, if you've got a lot of shame connected to it, mm. it's probably not a good kind of goal. I know. And I definitely have been fueled from that place oh, in my did life. I? Yeah. So, but, you know... <laughs> But that's the thing about becoming aware, though. Right. That's what I think this is This is here to do. Like, gotcha. what I'd be curious about, and maybe we'll do this the next time we talk, because I was thinking about, you know, there's a whole bunch of different sections to this, but having done this now, because I'm kind of keen to, like, just keep coming back to it myself over the next kind of few weeks and just seeing how I might change it up as I go, because I think that's like where it starts. Like, edit this thing. Yeah. Gotcha. And just to go, okay, cool, This is this is what I've got for now, but, like, if I was to revisit it, would it look differently? Because mm -hmm. um, even when I got to the end of it too, I realized, oh, maybe there were some other things that I'd want to put in there or other stuff I'd want to take out or something like that. So, yeah. Sounds good. So how would you rate your experience of this then? Overall, at this point, snapshot, 30 second version, go. <laughs> um, I kind of feel like, to be honest, at the moment, I just kind of feel like I was at I'm at uni and I've like finished a project. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, I feel good. Yeah, but it did feel like academic work. Mm. Mm. But I do think like I definitely believe that goal setting has good effects over time. So yeah, I'll keep you posted. Well, that's the thing. I I'm I'm very new to like I can write stuff down in the moment, every now and then, and it's like impactful. So the thing that I'm going to try and do. Yes over the next little while is, is literally keep this in front of me and like have a look at it you know every every day or two 
Um, in fact, I think every day is probably doable, even if I, I might find a way to summarize this a bit for myself, because this is probably too long. I mean, if I had to reread a 16-page document every day, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> know thyself. Yeah. Um, oh, I should tell you too, this is another funny thing too. People who know me well might laugh about this as well, but like, because I did, there's a, there's a personality assessment as well that Jordan Peterson talks about, which is the, um, it's based on the big five personality traits. Right. Have you heard about this? Uh, no. Oh, well, that's right. So, um, it's, it's not as part of the same program, but you can still find it pretty easily enough. But there's like a whole trait around like how conscientious you are with like this kind of stuff. I scored so low on that. I was like, actually, that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same thing that I think makes me like want to like, you know, shake up the status quo and buck the system because I don't like just like doing stuff routinely for the sake of doing stuff. What is, I don't know what that word means. Conscientiousness. I know what conscientious objector is. (laughs) Oh, right. Um, It is more, I guess, diligence, that sort of stuff. Like that sense of, okay, you know, you give somebody a task to do and they will just Ah, stick to it and just... Yes, um, that makes sense. Yeah, like can't can't sit still kind of thing. Got to be doing something all the time. Yes. Um, so yeah, doing something for the sake of doing something, I think is easier for people like that. Mm. Um, and, and the world needs that. Like that's that's the other thing that I'm trying to be mindful of is that it's not much point. Man, it's why I love that Gandhi quote, man. Like I can say, mm. no, you shouldn't be like that. It's like, right. man, if the whole world was like me, we'd be screwed. Like, <laughs> we'd be so screwed. Uh, we might have a lot of good podcasts, but <laughs> I, our accountants would be awful. Uh, our buildings would get half finished um, and our roads wouldn't be straight. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> hey, can I give a, okay, can I give a better 30 seconds? Summer? Yeah, go for it, man. I think the big thing that made this feel like an academic thing, an academic project for me was that I don't like, I don't not like typing. Ah, right. Yeah. Okay. I think if I could, if I, cause I'm always writing stuff in like my notebooks and journals. Ah. I think if I could write it out on a page and maybe draw a few little pictures. Really? Something like That's that. That's a cool idea actually. I, I feel like, like that. that would help me. Yeah. And the font was tiny. Yeah. It was Jeez. a bit. Yeah. 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 It was this real. There's yeah. not really a way to zoom in without messing up. And the text box was the, weird as well, right? Like it was this kind of slightly yes. off center kind of thing that was, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, maybe we should get like... What do you think of these things? Hang on. Um, I've got this this notepad journal thing that I use. It's like an A4 art book, but it's literally just like... It's just blank. Very nice. Yeah. Would that... Do you think that would be better? Because like, I'm thinking of turning think this so. into a seminar anyway, right? So if people just got the space to write their own thing. Like, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Because I like that idea of drawing and stuff as well. I think that's really powerful. And just like, yeah, putting big headings and... Yeah, yeah having some fun with it. Yeah, making... I think it's something you want to look at. And then you can put on... I like to put the stuff like on my wall so mm. I walk past it and see it. Mm. It's a light switch or something. Mm. I already did something similar to this like a week ago. That's why it's like, man, it's such good timing. But yeah. like super loose, like just like a rough brainstorm of like, okay, here's the things. Yeah. Which is why I think the eight... Pick, thinking of eight things was not hard for me. Like, yeah. My problem is not... My problem is too many parts. Right. That I'm trying to walk at once. Well, it's the thing for me though. Like I could come up with a lot of stuff... But I think what I was more challenging myself about when I did that was more, but do I really want that? Like, do I really care enough about that to say that's a thing that I want to do? Or is it just a mild curiosity or something? I'm not, these aren't mild curiosities. Oh, no way. I'm really, really excited about lots of things. Wow. And it's a problem. 
I don't see that as a problem. I mean, it beats the alternative to me. But like, have you ever thought too, like yeah. I thought about this with certain friends of mine who do really well, like you know, in traditional business and things like that. Like, if you if you are really good with like numbers and stuff, mm-hmm. but like you're not a like super creative kind of person Mm. so like you're like really high and like you're you know you love numerical stuff you love like you know you're low you're more like that conscientious kind of type of person said you've just won at life right like you just you know you think about people who do really well in say finance or something like that or or real estate or yeah just anything like that yeah i think you know if you're wired like that then you just win like you just win there's an amazing like i'll never forget this interview with like uh warren buffett i think it's a clip on youtube where he says like Listen, like, the reason I'm here is because I'm a white American man who's good at numbers. Right. If I didn't have, if one of those things I didn't have, yeah. I wouldn't be nobody as far as this, you know, sure. this system goes. Sure. But he's like, this, I won the, you know, he said, if I was born back in tribal times, I would be yeah. the, at the bottom of the pack. Mm. So, yeah, I thought so about right. that for me, like, in terms of curiosity, like, I love learning so much. Right. It's like, imagine if I grew up as a as a Nepalese woman right. in like fifteen hundred. Right. GG. And some like, guys like, come on, have a baby for me, and you're like, I've got all these like, ideas. But I'm twelve. That's just the way it is. <laughs> like, I want to change the world. No, it's like, no, no. You change. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah. Change nothing. So wow, be the change you want. Mm, that's a good note to end on. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. See you next week. Um, if you uh, want to find out more about this for yourself as well, dear listener, you can go to selfauthoring.com. We, uh, we will make this a, um, a regular series while we work our way through here because it's going to be a journey of discovery for both of us, I think. But um, thanks for listening. If you've got any thoughts uh, that you want to share, you can comment on uh, below where this video is pasted on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Andrew Curtis Show, or send me an email, the Andrew Curtis Show at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.